Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Livonia Stevenson Hockey Podcast, the first podcast of 2019. Do you remember how to do this? I don't remember how to do this. It's been a little while. It's been a little while. Let's see if we remember how to say the last name. Ben Salagi. Salagi. There it is. Oh, man. Every time. Every time. Step Paul. That's what we're going to call you. I got to do it on purpose, though. It's (laughs) it's become my shtick to mispronounce your name every time we start. But hey, welcome. How was your new year? It was good. It was good. Got to see the boys beat a, a good Plymouth team. So that was always fun. Getting a lot of shots on net in the first period. That was fun. And then the actual. You know, I, I always have a routine for New Year's. I rent a couple movies because who wants to go out in the in the madness of... It is the most overrated night of the year. Yep. And also the roads are always questionable because some people make questionable decisions. If you're going to have fun, do it responsibly and not a lot no of people question. do that. No question. And, uh, so I, I rent a couple movies. Saw Tag. Tag's a funny movie. Tag, really? Yes. I never thought I would laugh throughout that entire movie. It's pretty okay. good. I've not seen it. Saw the previews. Might have you know to check what? it out. The bus trip. Watch it. Rent it. For it's yourself. okay though. No questionable. Uh, no, it's okay. Okay, maybe a little foul language. That's yeah, it. But it's, okay. it's good. Nothing they may have not heard in their young lives. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing they haven't heard on the ice. I'll put it that yeah, way. Yeah. There you go. Wow. Cool. Well, good stuff. Well, it's great to be back. I know we had a little bit of a break, but everyone had some time off. Uh, enjoyed the holiday. Uh, the Spartans actually, though, not too much of a break. Um, the ended uh, the right before the break. They had a game against an always tough, uh, which has kind of become a rivalry game against Brighton, playing it uh, for the second time this year. Anytime you got to yeah. play a team twice in a year, that's hard. And to beat them twice in a year, not just is hard. beat them the way they did, though, get a three goal lead. In uh, the first period, was I don't think anyone, yeah they came out with a jump. Uh, I, I don't, early I don't in that think game, anyone would have expected that. They played. Uh, they played well. They ended up winning uh, four to two. It was four one with God. Well, I want to say it was about twelve seconds left. Something close yeah. like that. Where just a weird bounce of the puck uh, ended up coming out, and they were able to sneak one in. But four uh, two was the final, and that was uh, at Brighton. So the Bar- excuse me, the Spartans continuing uh, their road warrior ways, mm-hmm. um, playing several games on the road. So that was at Brighton. They had that before the Christmas break. And so that was a great way to uh, end uh, the year mm-hmm. and go into Christmas break. And uh, like I mentioned, not too much of a break, though. The Spartans did, uh, you know, had a couple days off for Christmas, had some practices, but was right back at it on the 28th, 28th or 29th? 29th. 29th, which was a Saturday against Plymouth, again on the road. Yes. It was the last uh, road game of that massive seven-game uh, road swing. Last game of... That started in the UP. Yeah. Wow. Last game of 2018. Yep. And what a way to end because the Spartans won that game 4-1. It was. They peppered Montroy a lot in the first period. Montroy stood on his head, did everything he could for Plymouth. He played an exceptional game, and then the boys went after it in the second and third and got to him and did a very good job uh, keeping guys like Vandenbergery, you know, from doing anything really and... He did get he did get an assist. Uh, he assisted on Roach's goal, which was the lone goal for the Wildcats. But they did a very good job. The defense was solid. Uh, you know, played very tight, played on man, played passing lanes like they have been, and really shut down a really good, really good play. Yeah, overall, uh, uh, just another great performance overall from the team team standpoint. And uh, one thing to mention too was back in the Brighton game, um, the Spartans. Had some some good news because it was the return of uh, Seth Laws. Rulesy came back. Yeah, and um, came back. he was surprised able to, everybody. Well, surprised he was me. able to get some ice time in the Brighton game, you know. And I, I think everything the way it worked out for him and his injury worked out great because he was able to take his time, but come back kind of in a you know where he didn't have to be rushed and he was able yeah. to to get some ice. Almost scored a goal in that game too. Yep. Emptying that goal there at the end. Yep. Um, but then in the Plymouth game, had more ice time and. And, and you could see him getting his legs back and his, uh, you know, stamina and whatnot. And then uh, for the first game of 2019 was this past Friday at home. Finally, at home, a home game, a coveted home game at Eddie Edgar, which we all love. And it was against uh, another top team in Division One, Salem. Yeah, and they. I, the only way to describe that game, if you told me to describe it in a word, I'd say dominating. 
in, in every way, shape, and form. I mean, kids were doing the two, two three bail perfectly. They couldn't get through the neutral zone. Salem tried. They were getting frustrated. They were getting gassed because they were just getting outworked. And it was. It was just a dominating performance. And, you know, Seth, you know, got on board for the first time this year in that game, so that was nice. Goal and two assists. Yeah. He, yeah. he, he played very, very well. Sue's, you know, got a good rebound goal as well. And the guys, the guys did. The guys played very, very well. It was, it was a very good game against a team that likes to work hard. And when you can out work a hardworking team, you're doing something right. No and, question. And, and, and I and think they, uh, they played perfect. I think you could see some of the frustrations of Salem because uh, uh, a little bit of penalty trouble in that game. At one point, I looked over, yeah. there was three guys in the box. You know, uh, There was four or five guys in the box at one point, yes, including yeah. the backup goaltender. So, yes. yeah, four guys in the box at one point. Um, you know, you're right, frustrations did boil a little bit, but it wasn't anything like, you know, what we saw against St. Mary's or anything like that. It, was, it wasn't goonish. Like it wasn't the St. Mary's game, at least in my opinion. No one has to, you know, justify that opinion except for me. But yeah, I mean, it, it did. It got a little penalty heavy. It was. It reminded me a lot of the Hancock game in in, in uh, that regard. Um, you know, it was just guys just going at it. You know, battling tough. It was both teams doing it. And yeah, you know, it, it did. It piled up at at points, but it's okay. Get away. It was with good. It. Yep. Again, just uh, trusting the process and. Yeah. And, and making sure guys, uh, you know, not only play well five on five, but the special teams is always big and did a fantastic job uh, on the special teams play in that game. So great way to end the year, great way to start the year. And that leads us into this week. This is a big week for the program as it's its annual Traverse City trip uh, in which uh, the Spartans will head up to Traverse City for what is, which has now become the North-South Showcase. Tremendous uh, showcase. Yeah, a little bit of a background on that. It basically started at Stevenson uh, and another team from down here going up and, and you know and playing the Traverse City's teams uh, Central and West, and uh, and it just it grew. I mean, it grew. I remember it went to eight eight game or eight teams, excuse me, and then and now we have twenty four teams playing in it. Uh, so talk about a, a great weekend for high school hockey and having it up there um, is is great for a lot of people that maybe are unable to get down here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you have teams from down here coming up there. One of the cool and unique things about the Spartans is, though, uh, every time we go up, though, we do have it set where we're able to play Central and West, which is, is very special yeah. because those are two good programs. Uh, and and uh, they take very good care of us, uh, as you know, and when we go up there, yep. uh, nothing but class. So shout out to the staffs, coaching staffs of Central and West, to the people at uh, Center Ice Arena, that take really good care of us, the people at the hotel. And, of course, our very special, our own, our family guy, Clarence. We'll be looking forward to seeing him, our bus driver. Yeah, we haven't seen him in about a month. Yeah, really. <laughs> Not since the Houghton-Hancock trip. Yeah. So it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Um, Spartans are back to work this week. Uh, you know, again, back at the process, back at the, 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 the task of working at it every day, getting better. And so a uh, big weekend ahead, and, and we're looking forward to that. Yeah, a lot of things, too, about Center Ice is that that's where the prospect tournament is. Uh, for the, the Red NHL Wings. Yep. And, the, and the Red Wings and, and whatnot. So that's special for the kids in that regard, too, because you are dressing in locker rooms, playing on, on a surface <clears throat> that future pros play on. And not just future pros, but future pros that NHL teams will rely on in their future, no question. too. So it's not just like... Oh well, you know, it was a guy, you know, that one time played for this one. No, it's it's guys like, as an example, Anthony Mantha, you know, Dylan Larkin, guys that you know the Red Wings are relying on. They've played in the prospect tournament, so it's it's a nice experience, um, you know, for high school kids to play in that atmosphere, and it, it adds something special to it. And just to highlight your point of the growth of this showcase. The team can't practice at, uh, yeah. at Center Ice. They have to, they had to find ice elsewhere. Cal Calcasca, I think is is Calcasca. Yeah, I yeah. There you go. Nice. Uh, it's it's the sports information director. We have Justin, Justin over here. Justin Mitchell over here making correcting sure us making behind sure the board not, here. Um, behind the board, the producer and, and whatnot. Well, and that's the thing. That one of the cool things about this trip is we've done it. We're used to it, and it's kind of regimented to where you know what to expect. 
Yes. You know that we're going to take a bus up on Thursday. You know that we're going to have a morning skate on Friday. And that morning skate was always at Center Ice. Always well, at before Center, Center Ice, Ice yeah. it was at the arena where Central and West actually play, that home right, arena. Yeah. Um, then it got moved to Center Ice because of the, uh, the expansion of the showcase. And uh, uh, this year, because they've added more teams, teams will be playing at that time. So uh, shout out to Herb. Our father, Adam Mitchell, who was able to, to snag up some ice at Kalkaska, which is about 20 minutes outside of uh, where we're staying there in Traverse City. So it's going to be, a, it's, which is great. It's another uh, new experience. We're going to check that rink out and have a good morning skate. And then it'll be uh, business as usual uh, as we'll play Friday and, uh, night and Saturday night. Uh, again, both the Traverse City teams. So, so yeah, looking forward to it. It'll be fun. A lot of fun. It, it is it is it's you know because it's one of the travel trips that we're we, we're sure of that we do every year and um it's exciting it's exciting to get away for a few days and uh, it is a business trip but we do manage to have a little bit of fun so that's that's pretty good that is true i mean i, I think I, I think that's something that these kids and we, and we talked about it with the up trip you know they're excited you know about getting an opportunity to go on a trip like this obviously but they understand the importance of not just getting the experience of traveling outside of their hometowns and, you know, playing different teams in different parts of the state. You know, they're fortunate enough to do that. But for these kids that do go on to the next level, it is a true taste of what it will be like when you're up there, whether you're playing in college, whether you're playing beyond college, uh, you know, with a junior team or, or what have you. This is the schedule that you, that you go on and you are on a bus. Oh, yeah. You have to get used to long bus rides. Life on a bus and Friday and Saturday games and back to back games yep. and you know, especially that that's one thing I like about the curveball with this year is that you're not practicing at the rink that you're gonna be playing in. You're gonna be have to, you're you are going out of town to go to a rink, you're gonna practice there, you have to come back because those little adjustments always throw players off your game. So you get to adjust from it you get to learn from it learn from that experience you get to grow from that experience use that adversity uh that you know and that unfamiliarity of, of a trip because as you said it's very uh down to the minute detail of an itinerary and this one this year it's a little bit different because you couldn't get that ice time so how do you adjust how do you get your mindset to get on a bus to prepare to practice and then you know coming back from the bus you know showering what have you and then getting ready again to have that mentality of I need to play at a top level, I need to play at Stevenson yep. hockey level, you know, on a Friday night. So, yeah, those little curveballs is what makes these trips very unique and very awesome. So, it's, well, it's, it's going to be cool. You mentioned that I think the nice thing too about this year was, um, even you know, we have a lot of first-time guys on the team. Yep. But this is not their first taste of traveling and playing in a couple of days because we were able to have the Houghton Hancock trip, which you know. Uh, what is going to be what this is like. You get on a bus and a little bit of a longer bus ride uh, on that one, but yeah, you know, and, and getting up <laughs> By and a couple hours. Yeah, doing the skate and, 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 you know, gearing in and getting ready to play. So, you know, these guys will be ready. There's no question uh, Coach Mitchell and the staff will have them prepared and uh, they'll be ready to go. Well, some so, of these guys have point streaks to, to live up to. Yeah. Suze, Waldo all have. Uh, points in the last five games, I believe. I'd have to double check that, but pretty pretty confident those two have them. Spearsy, uh, you know, same thing. He's on a point streak yep. as well. So there's those little minute details of. Uh, and, and one thing to mention too, um, we talked about getting Seth Laws back, which was phenomenal. But in the Salem game, we were also able to get back um, Joe Sharkey mm -hmm. and Dylan Dasky, uh, a couple defensemen yeah. that. Uh, uh, were unable to play, and, and now they're back uh, in the lineup. And, wow, it was great to see those guys because not only, I mean, are you getting, uh, you know, a couple D-men back there that, you know, seniors, but, um, you know, it, it, it was good to see them and and how they, everything just kind of flowed. And, it you know, they, it's it's like they've been playing all season, I think. You know, they came in, they stepped in, and uh, it looked it looked good. It looked good. And, um just added, a, you know, was able to add some more depth to a team that, you know, has some depth. So it, it was good to see that. Well, with Sharky, I would agree. Uh, with Dasky, I wouldn't agree. I, I think he still is finding his way on the ice, which is fine. I mean, you know, it, it's his first year with the team. So 
you know, he is. He's, you know, finding where he belongs, which that, that's still fine. He played well. He played out of position a couple of times, but it wasn't egregious to where it hurt the team. So, you know, it's, it's going to be good for him. But this is a, another curveball uh, because these guys were supposed to be back this weekend, you know, not, yeah. not the previous weekend. And it is. It's, you know, do you adjust lines? Do you juggle? Because as we've noted before, Austin Adamick's playing out of position. He's he's playing defense, but he's normally a forward, and he's playing defense with Aiden very, very well. Yeah. So do you break that up? What do you do? And I think, you know, when we get an opportunity to talk to Coach in, in a few minutes, that's going to be one of the questions because at, at this point, if, if I'm going to put myself in Dave's shoes, the only thing I would tinker is with the power play. Outside of that, I'm not messing up a good thing because – Right now, everyone's clicking, everyone's gelling, even though you might want to bring a guy up, you know, a couple of lines or whatnot, juggle the lines a little bit. You've also won 10 straight games with the yeah. lines that you've had before. Why would you mess up kind of that chemistry? And, well, I think, and yeah, I think that's their so, mindset, too. I think it's just it's one of those things where it's, it's still a nice luxury, I think, you can yeah, to fall oh, back totally. on it to have. But I think that was evident in the, in the game against Salem, though, um, seeing guys kind of get worked in and, you know, to where nothing really was changed too much at all. I mean, so I think just from that standpoint, did a really good job of getting guys and able to get guys back in the lineup because that's where sometimes coaches struggle. You know, they, they may think, well, we got a guy back from injury and we got to, you know, bam, bam, bam. And, and it's like, no, you, you know, I think you like, you know, prime examples with Seth, let him come back and get get slowly, slowly, you know, and, and you can see that's paid off in dividends for him. So. Well, and here's the thing about it, too, at least from you know, my eyes as I'm seeing it in a broadcast setting, is that you can really sure up a third line, maybe a fourth line. You know, a lot of teams at the high school level run two solid lines, and that's about it. And they'll kind of mix up a third line and then you know, have you know, a fourth line. But if you can have three solid lines, there's not a lot of teams in the state you can count on – basically one hand how many teams could do that yeah and they're teams that all guess what spoiler alert they all play in the MIHL so you know it's well a lot of teams if, do if they're, they're, they're infamous for running two lines you know and maybe nine nine uh forwards and you know five or six D I mean but that's what I'm saying like you could have now three solid oh, yeah, lines yeah, and, that, and that's sure. what, but that's what we saw in Salem we saw the three solid line rollout, and it was just literally wave after wave after wave, and it didn't stop at all because all those lines were playing exceptional. Um, you know, some of those guys that maybe were coming back thought that they had to play harder to get up on the line chart, which is going to be fair anyways because again, yeah. why mess with a good thing? But it is, it's something again with these guys coming back. You know, maybe don't mess with a good thing, and you have three. Three and a half solid lines, which again, only the Brother Rices of the world, the Catholic Centrals of the world, the Cranbrooks of the world have at their disposal. And when you can say that a team like Stevenson can do that, that speaks volumes. That speaks, no that speaks volumes to not only where Davis put the program, because before, Stevenson has always had two solid lines. I mean, that's something that has been a staple with this team. Again, outside looking in, you know, in, in my reporting beat, but now to say, hey, you have three solid lines. People are going to look at Stevenson even dif more different than they already have because Stevenson has elevated themselves to the public school um, level of like a Brighton, you know, a powerhouse. Uh, and, and that's hard to do already. And if you can already have that powerhouse and have three solid lines, and then you can still tinker, you know, with your power play lines, run, you know, a really solid power play line, which I call the five forward line because it, it is, it's it's glorious. You can do that and then have your second line come in. Your penalty kill, you can basically run all defensemen if you want out there. Yeah. It's going to be a glorious thing. It's something, it's, it's, it's a good problem to have, as they say. So it's going to be interesting no to see how everything kind of rolls out. And I'm not going to, you know, say anything for the second half of the season. But, you know, if, if you can keep going with, you know, what you've already made the first half of the season, then the season could be very, very special, and you could... For sure. And you could, you know, win a KLAA title for two well, years Well, and I think it, it just, again, speaks volumes, and it's a testament to the uh, coaching staff having these kids, um, you know, and I, and I say it every time, but, you know, trust the process and, and, and understand and, and have them work themselves into roles 
and to battle for roles and to compete for roles, and it's become you know what is expected uh, mm-hmm. to be part of this team. So yeah, um, this team is hitting new levels. Of, yeah, and and of you know, like we mentioned, it's just uh, it's it, it's it's great, and it's uh, it's a good time here as as we start the new year going into the Traverse City trip. Um, you know, so it's a it's a good thing, and and it's 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 a good thing to look forward to. It is. It is. It's again, anytime you can bond on the road and you know play in a unique setting that Traverse City brings, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be fun. Very cool. Very cool. Okay. With that said, um, we're going to move on to the portion of the podcast where we bring in head coach David Mitchell uh, to chat with us. Coach, as always, welcome. Happy New Year out to the first official podcast of. 2019. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Ben. Thanks for having me, uh, as always. Happy New Year to everybody out there. Uh, it's been, um, you know, we're hoping for good things in 2019. 2018 was a good year, so we're hoping for more of the same. Well, as we mentioned, uh, ended the year on a good note, uh, beating Brighton um, to go into the Christmas break, which was great. Uh, always hard to beat a good team like that twice. And then before the end of the year, uh, played Plymouth. And at Third Barn, continuing your road trip, or you know your yeah your seven eight game whatever it is road uh, road trip, able to get a win there at Plymouth, and then start of the new year uh, with a, a win against a tough Salem team. So uh, a good stretch here over the break. Yes. <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna just give you <laughs> like you said everything that needed to be well, said. All right. right. Um, <laughs> who's the Popovich? Right. That was Popovich. That was Popovich. Yes. Yeah. All right, yes. well, uh, elaborate. What did, what, what did you think? We played well. We won three games. All right, there you have it. You didn't watch too much NBA basketball. Yeah, you have like, Because <laughs> we laughed. Because like, he went through the whole thing. Well, well that was called here, a, a segue, right? You, All right, here we go. Ben segway. Brink, I don't know. Segwayed. <laughs> so Segwasted. <laughs> so you, you got Seth back a little bit early. What has been the challenge adapting Seth back into your lineup? Um... You know, there, there's been challenge because, you know, we had a couple defensemen join us back as well. And so we got some players back. And and even, you know, Paul Clark came back from an injury. Mitchell Road came back from an injury. There's been four or five guys that have been out. Um, and you're right. there. It's been a challenge because we have been playing well. Um, we talked about, you know, we've, we've had to talk to the team and the players and the coaches and stressing that we wanted to bring these guys back to add to what we're doing and not take away from anything that anybody was doing. Because, of course, ice time is going to change and roles are going to change and some are going to increase and diminish. And there's, you know, but that happens throughout the course of a season, anyways. And so, um, you know, like we normally do, we've talked about, you know, what it, what it means to have that, you know, team first attitude and culture. And, you know, I think the, the best coaches will tell you, you know, I've, I've heard quite often uh, from a, a number of higher coaches that, you know, when you have these great teams and you have, you know, really great programs, sometimes you have to sacrifice a little bit of individuality. And, you know, we want our kids to be individualistic and to be great individually. But um, if we're going to put this all together and we're going to, you know, really come together as a team and I give the guys a ton of credit. The guys that were out have worked really hard to get back. And the guys that have been in have continually worked hard knowing that, they might, you know, get some some things, um, have to share some time a little bit. So it's been, so far the buy-in has been outstanding. And I think that's, you know, that's one of the reasons I think we've been successful is because the players' attitudes have been outstanding. Well, you guys have won 10 straight games. Can you over-tinker with this problem, though? I mean, obviously what's working on the ice has already proven that it's worked. Do, do you... Could you over-tinker with bringing four guys back in? Sure. You can, I mean, um, I, I'd be the first to say that I am guilty, as I think most coaches are, but I definitely am guilty at times of over-coaching. And, and, and sometimes you have to make sure, you know, to subtly bring back in. And Excuse me. I, I, I mean, I guess we'll use Seth as an example, and you guys saw it. The first two games he came back, he was not a regular and and he got you know spot you know spot type of duty and um it it, it wasn't you know because we had guys that you know in lines and combinations that were working and rather than tinker with them at that time we we brought him back 
slower than um, which, you know, we had to even have communicate with him. That was such a good problem to have and such a good thing for us and more importantly for him that he didn't have to come right back right away and say, all right, guys, I'm back. I, I need to start scoring right away. I need to contribute right away. He got to ease his way back into it from a, from a, you know, a broken bone, a, a pretty serious injury. So, you know, even though I think Seth would tell you different, Seth wanted to get out there and Seth wanted to play and Seth wanted to be out every shift and be, you know, jump right back into it, which as that's what makes him great, right? That's what makes him such a true competitor. But it was, you know, a lot of dialogue and sometimes, um, you know, one-sided for us telling him how it was going to be. And Seth, you know, nodding his head, saying, okay, but wanting more. And so, um, yeah, you, you always have that danger. And so we, but, you know, you say over tinker, but we always analyze, reanalyze, reflect, you know, and, and we're always making sure as a coaching staff that we're doing the best job we possibly can uh, to put the players in the best position we possibly can put them in. Well, I think that proved, obviously, what Seth, and, and you mentioned what a nice luxury. I think, as, as you mentioned, coming back from an injury that it was able to take it slowly. And, and you can see that, you know, he, he accounted some more ice time, and then it paid off big in the Salem game uh, because he's able to get in and, and, and play quite a bit and have three points. I mean, a goal and two assists. Yeah, it was a good comeback, you know, a good, uh, a good you know, comeback game for him. And, and uh, but... You know, you asked earlier, and, and we joked around, and I said, yeah, but, I mean, the, the key in the, since we talked last in those three games has, has probably been, you know, that we've come out with, with a good energy level and a good intensity and a good, a, a good pace. We've come out in all three of those games and played, you know, really well. Brighton, we jumped on them pretty early. Plymouth was 0-0 after one, but shots were pretty, you know, pretty, fa you know, pretty much in our favor in that first period, and I thought we played well, and... Their goalie played, you know, played outstanding to keep them in it, and then the Salem game as well. And so, in those three games, we've really come out with with a good amount of energy. Our guys have been ready to play. Our coaching staff has done a good job. Of, I think I mean, the coaches have done a good job of preparing them. And so, um, it, it's it's been a large part of our success. And we're just, but we're going to have to continue to grow, continue to do things the right way, and continue to have good days and and making sure we get better each and every day. Well, and that leads us into this week. As we mentioned earlier on the show, uh, this is a big week for the Spartans uh, as it's the annual Traverse City trip, uh, which is an awesome highlight of the year. I know the kids and everybody, we look forward to it. And we talked about uh, how it's grown. I mean, it started with four teams, and now it's a 24-team showcase. And, and, and it's expanded, and it's become something uh, which is a, a big weekend for high school hockey here in the state. I know, it's awesome. I mean, tough for us because now we have to go to Kalkaska and skate. Yeah, you mentioned that, Kalkaska, uh, our skate. outside uh, where we're staying. Yeah, Which, uh, it's, but it's a great, great problem to have. I mean, 24 teams, it's a north-south showcase. Uh, some top teams were up there. I mean, good matchups. I mean, you know, I, I look at the thing now, and there, you know, I'm always so focused on doing our team stuff, but there's some matchups I want to get to the, you know, get there and see, and, and uh and so it's just, it's just, you guys know me, it's awesome for high school hockey. It's awesome that, that so many teams are going to embark up, up there and, um, you know, that we get a chance to play Central and West and, you know, the relationships we have and the respect we have for those two programs and those two coaches uh, are, you know, it's, it's just such a high level that we're excited about this weekend. Um, the kids are excited, we're excited, but you know me, it's, it's, it's a business trip to where we got to, you know, Make sure we act the right way. Make sure we prepare the right way. And make sure we play the right way. Ultimately, so uh, we're excited, and we won't get we won't get ahead of ourselves. But as we have you know a couple of key practices before that, and headed tomorrow to see U of M game. I don't know if you mentioned that. Like, no, we were going to get to that. Oh though. yeah, well, we we're going to get to that. Stole your thunder. Well, let's talk. Well, hey, let's tell them why the U of M Michigan game. We'll talk about that right now, uh, which is going to be a special night tomorrow. Uh, we're going to take the team. The entire team is going to go down or up to Ann Arbor at Yost Ice Arena to see the University of Michigan play Merrimack College from out east. And the reason why this is special is because a former player, Tyler Irvine, who was instrumental in helping Lavonia Stevenson win its first state title, plays for uh, Merrimack. So we're going to get to see them play. Yeah, Justin, my son's right here, just showed me on Twitter, Tyler Irvine had the Merrimack team over his house, right? Is that what you're showing me? Yeah. A uh, team dinner over his house, which is very cool. It's... Seriously, it, it, it's it's one of the many many. 
I know rewards of coaching. It, you know, not just the Tyler Irvines and guys that have played on and the guys that are playing on and and like that, but you know, it's it's going to be exciting to see him play tomorrow. And but I, I always, as much as I'm excited to see Tyler Irvine play tomorrow, I'm all you know. We, you know, when we were up at home, we got to see Mick Sinclair, and he, you know, he's doing such a great job up there, at, you know, going in engineering attack and all these other guys all over, you know, all the former Spartans that are out there and, and doing good things. And, 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 you know, whether it's in the hockey or the academic or the, the social realm or the business world or whatever. So it, it's great. It's, it's one thing that, um, you know, we never thought would get as big as it is, and, and, and the network is, is expanded, and, you know, but. Yes, tomorrow. Which, which I don't want to cut. You. I do want to add too. Uh, another former player uh, at Ferris had an outstanding weekend. Dominic Lutz um, had two goals in a game against Alabama Huntsville and actually went to overtime. Had the overtime winner. So uh, very cool. Yeah, telling me, I know this. Well, I'm, we're telling the, the audience out there and to the studio audience here that I know, we have but this is the coaches. This is the coaches well, section. Add, I got things to go. We like, want to add that out there because you were right. talking about some alum, and, and it's just really cool always to look up or look in the media and see a former Spartan, like you mentioned, whether it's off the ice or on the ice, but just wanted to throw that in. Great weekend for Dominic Lutz, and again, it's going to be very special to see Tyler Irvine tomorrow night. Yes. <laughs> okay, so re- really quick, not, not, not a, I guess it's still kind of a, a hockey question. You're an avid reader. Uh, you always like to buy a book on this Traverse City trip. Yes. Last year, you bought a book about the Alabama uh, process right? fourth and goal everything every is, day everything is fourth and goal yeah every day is fourth and goal do you have any books that you are eyeing at maybe buying this year or no or I, I, I I will not know till I get there that is my favorite I don't even know what it's called Justin you know what it's called Why? that bookstore uh, no. no idea all I know it's next door to the Grand Traverse Pie Company which we like to get some pies uh, I got you know somebody's got to look that bookstore up right you know look that bookstore up in Traverse City please because we got to give them a shout out and I, not that it's going to help them or anything but that is my favorite, pl- like, that is the highlight of my trip. The highlight of my trip is going downtown and going to the bookstore. One bookstore. of the highlights. It's a highlight of my trip, okay? <laughs> like, okay? Like, I just said my trip. Not the trip, my trip. All right. Okay? Is it Horizon? The, is it Horizon? Uh, I, I don't know. It's, um, uh, it's next to the... East Front Street. It's probably the Horizon yeah. Bookstore. Like, it's, yeah, it's next to... Yeah, that's it. It's Horizon. Yeah. Horizon. Shout out to Horizon there. Bookstore. I'll get a coffee there. I'll be down... The, the sports yeah. section is downstairs, and I will purchase a book, um, which, uh, which I, you know, I don't know because there's always different selections. They have, they have a good selection every year, so I will purchase a book, and uh, that's where it all started back in 2013, the year I won the state title I purchased a Mike Babcock book leaving no doubt from that from that story and we used the no fear no doubt mantra the rest of the season and um and so every year I I purchase a book up there so yes thank you Ben I'm excited for that excited for the trip and uh you know but uh we got some work to do before then we got uh some some growing to do and some things to take care of and so we will get there on uh Thursday Paul wanted me to ask this question, speaking of things to work on. Oh, here we go. <clears throat> I have no idea what you're going to ask here. So, Did you find a tubing spot? Because I know that was up oh, there we did. Going Tim- to the UP. T- so. T- Timberley Hills. We're trying a new one this year. Uh, Mount Holiday, nothing against you. We love it up there. Been they fantastic gave away to our us. Time slot. They gave yeah. away our time slot, and, and I don't know if they booked another team. Somebody else got in there. Um, it is what it is. So we decided that we are going to try a new one, Timberley Hills, this year. So for a trip that was so puzzle pieced together, which normally we don't change anything with this trip, we are now skating in a different arena and we are going to a different tubing place. Um, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But you know it's what? A good thing. It's, it's a good thing. It, it's well, I, I don't want to get all philosophical, but it, it is a good thing because it really does not matter where we skate or where we tube it's it's about the moment and the experience that these guys are going to have 100%. Like, you know you, you, we can go down a hill you know on Heinz there and and have a blast i mean if there was any snow there's no snow but like wherever we are you know um it's kind of like those signs of the apartments that you drive by right if you yeah. if, if you lived here you'd be home now yeah, yeah. If, wherever you are like wherever wherever, <laughs> wherever we Wherever we are, that's wherever good. the heart is, the home that, is. Well, yeah, like huh? maybe 
wherever we are, that's where we're going to be, and we're going to have a blast doing it. And it's about being with each other and enjoying each other in this group. I will say, and 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 think you guys know. At times, I, I'm I'm I, I don't even like to say I'm harsh. I'm like to say that we expect a lot. The fourth and goal every day, mm-hmm. right? That's the the Alabama. Like we always, you know, are are you know stress urgency and and a and an urgent thing to improve. And and so. We got high expectations, but I will say this is a fun group. I mean, this is a really, really good group of kids that we just laugh and have fun. I mean, uh, you know, like it's just it, it's fun. So, um, you know, hopefully we continue continue with that, and they continue to make good choices and good decisions, and keep the buy-in level high and and the respect level high, and and uh, you know we'll keep moving forward. But so far, so good. There you go, Paul. You still get to two. Be happy. Hey, I'm excited. There you it, go. It, it is. It is one of the fun parts of the trip. So it's, I'm glad that even though we weren't able to get the the one spot, you found another spot, which is going to be a lot of fun. So we're looking forward to it, Coach. Thank you as always. Best of luck uh, here in the new year. Good luck this week up in Traverse City. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. Can't wait. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, Ben. Thank you, everybody, for all your support as always. Just and, and to mention. And who knows who's listening, but we did, a, we did a ham fundraiser, which, I mean, thank you. If you purchased something, we did a bottle drive, which people were overly um, generous in that. And so uh, that'll go towards the Traverse City trip as well. And, uh, again, you know, I mentioned the, the great group of kids we had. Um, and, and you guys all know this, the great group of kids. It's because we, have, we really, really do. And I'm not just saying this. We have a great group of families, you know. And we have here historically, and we've been very fortunate and blessed to have really good people come through the Livonia Stevenson program with high character and you know high values, and, and and it's gone down to their kids, and so it's it's been it's made our job as coaches, um, you know, very very you know we're very grateful, we're very grateful for for what we have. So I, with that, I want to say thank you to everybody out there, and happy New Year, everybody, and as always, go Spartans! All right. There he is. There he is. The man, with the legend, David Mitchell. Always good. Always good to get him on. Does a great job. Great right. interview. What are we doing? Oh. Uh, good stuff. So, all right, here. Let's. Uh, we're gonna keep it right rolling along here. So, okay. Now we are gonna move on to the portion of the podcast in which we bring in a player. Sporting some legs. Yeah. Speaking of player. Uh, I get to see the calf muscles of, <laughs> of this player. It looks like he's coming straight out of the gym here. Number 14, senior forward, Adam Hillebrand. Not Hildebrand, as we were talking, because a lot of people butcher the name and they add the D, but it is Adam Hildebrand. Adam, welcome to the Livonia Stevens Hockey Podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having me. All right, senior. Been on the team here a couple years. Um, You know, and uh, off to a good start this year. But uh, let's just start here off the bat. I mean, what's this experience been like for you, uh, you know, thus far uh, playing for the Spartans? I mean, um, I know it's something you worked for for a while. You're able to get here. Uh, you're a senior now, so, you, you know, you're, you've been around. Uh, but tell us a little bit about uh, your experience here as a Spartan. It's been great. Like, all the extra stuff that we do, all the little meetings and stuff that benefit the players so much. And we really value everything that coaches do for us. And just great getting on the ice every day with your friends and having great coaching staff that'll do anything for you. I was gonna say your journey to Livonia Stevenson was a little bit different than some of the guys here on the team. Some would say that you had to work a little bit harder uh, to be on this team. So what does it mean to say that you've been on this team for two years? What 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 does that say not only to your work ethic, but your commitment to getting better and being a very good hockey player? I think it's really special for me because I had to work coming in freshman year. I was a smaller guy, not very strong. I had to work a lot, and it's just been great growing a lot and getting better and being able to be on the team for two years and be at the spot that I am today from where I was a couple years ago. What did you have to pull in your bag of tricks that maybe you can pass on to maybe some of the you know sophomores on the team where, as, as you said, you are a smaller guy, but you, you play bigger than you are. You've always played Definitely. bigger than play you big, are. You, for you, sure. You always bring an attitude to the ice. You take hits. You absorb hits. You also set guys up. You're, you've turned yourself into a complete player in your se- senior season. I, I've said that to you before. 
but what in your bag of tricks have you been able with your senior leadership to pass on to the guys that they can maybe, you know, pick their spots differently on the ice because you see the ice at a different level and, and had to do some things differently? Um, last year, I we had the bigger guys like yeah. Jake Bonet and Julian and Kevin Stefanik, and I really tried to go up against them mm-hmm. a lot in practices so I could, you know, get used to going up, up against the bigger guys and see, like, what I had to work on to eventually beat those guys and be aggressive on the puck towards them because they're big, strong guys, and uh, I'm going to be facing a lot of bigger guys in my hockey career. And so I just always battled as hard as I could every every practice and every chance I got. Well, in uh, the MIHL showcase last year, it was, a, it was an awesome moment against Culver. Someone hit you, and then you hit them back, and then they chirped to you, and you literally – just with your gloves as the refs, you know, I think it was like the end of a period or something. You literally just did like the talk. No, that's why. You literally, <laughs> you literally did the hand motion because you thought they could intimidate you, but obviously they couldn't. So that, that was kind of cool. But let's transition into uh, this Traverse City trip. I mean, last year was your first year on the trip. Uh, this year is your second year, obviously. What do you like most about the Traverse City trip? Um. Obviously the hockey, hockey's great going up there and playing, yeah. but it's it's really cool to be up there with all your teammates in one hotel for a whole weekend. You guys can really bond and friendships are formed and you can see players that don't usually talk much, they really come out of their shells and you get to like know them better and stuff and it's Ooh. just a great bonding moment. Who's usually one of the Shire kids on the team that has come out of their shell that you can remember? Either with this team or last year's team? Uh, I'm probably going to have to say Kyle Robertson. Yeah. At the beginning, he's a smaller guy, and he was kind of, it seemed like he wasn't really scared. He was kind of like intimidated by the fast playing stuff. But mm-hmm. after like the Houghton trip and all the times we've been together, he's really gotten a lot better, and he's come out of his shell, and he's talking a lot more and stuff. You like the tubing down the hill? Oh, yeah. Guy, I know your oh, dad yeah. does. Your dad's all about it. <laughs> Takes anyone that's willing to go up the hill to go down with him. Yeah, so your, uh, did your brother end up going last year? I think, did he go down one time? I, don't, I think he went down with your mom, right? Um, I think so, but most of the time he just hung out at the bottom with Coach Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> down by the fire pit. Not, yes. always a bad, not a bad place to be hanging on a yeah. winter night like that. Yeah, of course. Of course. But who, who do you think likes the tubing more, you or your dad? Uh, hmm. I don't know. Last, last year was really fun, but... I think my dad really enjoyed it a yeah. lot because every time he had a huge smile on his face the whole time. And it was, yeah, yeah, I think it was him. He liked it more. Definitely. Well, that's good stuff, and, and, and it's a fun time. And, and, and like Ben mentioned, I, I just think it, it's, we're very fortunate to have you because not only have you been playing really well, but you've continued on a tradition here in which your work ethic, your manners, your how you how – you, Carry yourself um, is something that players before you have done, and you, you've continued that. And I think not only, obviously, do you benefit, we benefit, but as Ben talked about, these younger players benefit um, by seeing how you lead, uh, not only on the, on, on the ice, excuse me, but off the ice. So uh, just keep doing what you're doing. I mean, congratulations on, on you know, where you've come, how you got here. And, and and you just have to make sure, right, you keep doing it. And we know you will. Yeah. So it's 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 just been great. And, and like I said, we're fortunate to have you. Um, a lot of lot ho- excuse me, a lot of hockey left to be played. Um, a lot of things coming up. But I, I think overall you have to be excited not only with how the teams, you know, started, but with yourself, uh, you know, how we ended the year and how we started the year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you for saying all that. No. Well, good. I, I, you know, we got to make sure we, we get that in there just because – for people that you know are able to see the program and, and like I said mentioned or know you know your background, I, I think it's it's pretty cool that we can get that out there. Well, also last year the Trevor City trip was your coming out party. Yeah, you you had a hat trick, I believe. Even though it was, it was two goals. It was two goals. Okay, yeah, I heard I, it was two goals. Sorry, yeah. didn't want to give you delusions. No, you know what that means? It means now you got to get three out there yeah. this weekend. Yeah, but yeah, you had, you had a coming out party, so you know it'll be it'll be fun. And what obviously there's. You know, newer guys coming back to the lineup, guys like, you know, Sharky and Dasky, you know, Mitch is, you know, on, you know, get, getting his legs underneath them. What has been some of the challenges to kind of welcome them back into the fold and make sure that you guys don't 
mess up the good karma you guys have built up in the 10-game win streak? Um, well, they're all three of them are good hockey players. Yeah. Sharky and Dasky back on D, they're two big bodies that will battle and grind out in corners, and they both have really good shots. And Mitch is a good player who can make plays happen, and he's, it's going to take him a little while, just like everybody, to get back up to speed. Mm-hmm. But I'm, when he does, he's going to create a lot of chances for a lot of people. That's fair. Hopefully, like we said, you have another breakout weekend in Traverse City. But outside of that, got to do. The, we've made everyone else do it. Favorite subject. In, favorite subject in school. Uh, I like advanced medicine. Okay. At the career center. I, Is that something you're going into? Yeah, I want to be. Hopefully, I want. I want to be a surgeon when I grow up. Oh wow. Okay. I, that stuff's really cool. It really interests me, and I'm not scared of all the blood and stuff like that, like a lot of people are. Well, you're a hockey player, right? I mean, that's part of the game. You've seen some blood. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> but you don't. You want to be a surgeon, not a dentist, right? Because that's the joke. You know, a hockey player, you know, missing teeth. You oh, don't want geez. to be the dentist. That's no, right. No, 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 no dentist. I, I'm not a big fan of teeth. <laughs> yeah, right. You'll work on any body part except the mouth yeah, area. Yeah. So that's that was awesome. But... Uh, <laughs> So what, what, but like, what is it about, you know, advanced medicine and, and the career center that you really enjoy out of it, though? Uh, I think it's cool learning about, like, all the things you can do to help people. Like, yeah. if someone's, like, going into, like, shock, you know how to treat them, teach you that, teach you CPR. So just, like, saving lives is it's cool to me. And that is no, cool that's thing. awesome. I'm, just, I'm glad that we have people like you that want to do that and continue that because we need people like that. Oh, definitely selfless people to do stuff like that. Just don't bring a crowbar and be like, oh, I'm sorry, you, you broke your leg. I know how to fix that, though. You know, no, no problems there, but no, just teasing. How about the, um, don't we do the video game question, too? Yeah, we do. Well, what do you like to do outside of hockey? I know you, you have a younger brother that you like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, hanging around with, but outside of that, is there anything we have? Video games that you, that you like playing, movies that you like, TV shows. What do you like doing when you're not uh, playing hockey? Uh, I'm a big NHL guy. Okay. I have... Chell, as they call it. Yeah. Yep. Chell 19. I'm a big Chell guy. <laughs> yeah, I have... Who's, who's your team? The Red Wings, of course. Oh, okay. I love the Red Wings. Well, with, with that, I, li- I always like to ask... <laughs> it's the Hildebrands. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I like to ask the question, right? Um, and, and this is a hockey cliche question or a sports cliche question, but... You're a hockey player. Is there a player, college, pro, whatever, that you watch and that you try to emulate and you try to take things from their game and bring into your game? Uh, yeah, I like watching Austin Matthews because he has a great release. Just every time he shoots the puck, it's, he's putting it through the back of the net no matter what. And he's a great skater. He should create a lot of open area on the ice for him and it's just I love watching his release it's just probably yeah, not, 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 a, not, not a bad guy to uh, to, to, to mention there and, and you're right I mean his, his shot is, is wicked and I think that's something that the more of that you can see the more obviously you, you know you try to work on and, and really the only way to do that though is to keep shooting yeah. practice keep working on the shot shooting pucks all that kind of stuff right yeah of course I try to work on it as much as I can off the ice, as well as on the ice, I practice and stuff. And the little shooting drills and stuff that we do, like today we did a half wall shooting drill where we pass it to the D, D pass it back, and then we have to walk in. And I tried to work on changing the angle of my shot, so throw the goalie off a little bit. Sure. Last stuff. I was going to say, last question I have. You wear 14. Any... Uh, attachment significance to that number or is it just ah you saw the sweater you picked it up you're like ah well, okay I'm 14 now no there's no really attachment to 14 I was number four pretty much my whole life because mm-hmm. my dad wore number four in high school and my grandpa also wore number four yeah so when last year when I came to the team Jake Bonet had four so obviously I couldn't take that from him well you could have it just would have been a hard time <laughs> <laughs> so well then there is it and that's cool because yeah 14 has four in it obviously yeah, that's that's the reason I picked it. And now fourteen is my number. And one plus four is five, so you're a little bit better than Grandpa and Dad. No, no, <laughs> no. no. a little bit I, of a stretch there. I, I, I don't want to get you in trouble when you go. A little bit of a stretch. Your, no. your dad's gonna be listening, and be like, "I'm gonna talk to Ben." That, that, yeah. No, no one's no one's better than 
Scott Hillebrand, are you kidding me? Nice. No. Well, well, hey, great stuff. Uh, great interview. Great. Uh, thanks for coming on. Um, really, like we mentioned before, really happy for you. Just keep doing what you're doing, and um, you know, good luck not only this weekend up in Traverse City, but you know, good luck the rest of the se- uh, this your senior season. So uh, keep working at it, keep grinding, and uh, go have some fun along the way. Thanks. Thanks for having me. There he is, senior, number 14, Adam Hillebrand. No D there, folks. No D. So any announcers listening, when we play on the road, don't uh, don't add a D. I, I no will D. now in the broadcast just because it's going to be I know. Well, we got the radio guy here, too. I was going to say, so. it's just going to be in my head. It's like, oh, Hildebrand walk. Oh, <laughs> walks That's right. through, I, shoots, scores. No. I butcher Ben's name every, every chance yes, I get, but not on purpose. Only because Ben's name is unique. It's no Hillbrand, I can no. tell you that. But. You don't you don't get to be called Hilly. No. Right? As you go by Hilly. Yep. Great nickname. Hilly. Hilly Hilly. Hilly. All right, well, good stuff. This was the first podcast for Lavoni Stevenson of the 2019 year. Uh, episode six, I believe, if I'm counting correctly. Yeah. Something I, like that. Yeah. yeah. So um, thank you for everyone here and all their support. Uh, thanks to Adam Hillebrand for joining us. Thanks to Coach Mitchell, as always, is coming by and, and stopping in and, and chatting with us. Um, thanks to everyone who helps out the program, uh, to Ben and Roger for doing their thing. Always, again, as we mentioned every podcast, check them out, sportsradiodetroit.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going to be able to hear them this weekend up in Traverse City as they're on the mic for the games. Mm-hmm. They will have the call. Uh, so for those of you that can't make the trip, uh, check them out. It's going to be good stuff. As I would say, if you can't make the trip, we'll make it for you. There you go. So, and uh, we'll, we'll I was so there. fortunate to have those guys. And um, as we as we kept saying, and we'll keep saying, it's going to be fun. So thanks hopefully again. Hopefully Roger's not late. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we'll dig on Roger, our last yeah, road trip. A uh, little bit of a wait, we'll, but uh, it was all good spirits. We pulled out high school just a tad later than we wanted. No, but he's, he'll be there at probably like 3 o'clock. Yes, we already, did. So. we already told him to arrive. And when someone asks you to get there and you say, well, you don't need to be there until 3, we say be there at 2. So that's what we did. <laughs> no, we're just teasing. But a great guy takes it in stride. Roger, yes, we love you, Roger. Thanks for all your help. We'll see you this weekend. And thanks again to everyone. And that's going to wrap it up here for Episode 6. So thanks again. And as always, till next time, take care. <laughs>